Hello? Is this thing on? Not my best look, but I have to get started at some point with the audio and video. Pretty exciting. I got accepted into the beta, so if you're watching this, I assume you are interested in NFTs and not the whole story of my podcast. I'll skip that. You'll hear about it later. This episode is dedicated to NFTs. Now, I'm not an expert. Let me move this. This drum is resonating. Every time I speak loudly, I can hear it. Okay. I'm not an expert by any means, but I do have six years of experience in the cryptocurrency market. I've seen a lot of things go on. I've been through a lot of ups and downs. I've been a participant and been able to observe these cycles as they play out. So I have before me seven points that I want to touch on as it relates to NFTs. I'm sure many of you are probably annoyed at this point, but almost all of you have heard of NFTs. An NFT is a non-fungible token. I'll explain what that is, but I just want to address that this is such a hot topic and so many of the people who are new to crypto are interested in it and people who have no exposure to crypto are interested in it and people who have sort of been resistant to cryptos are now interested in this space because of nfts although i think it's kind of narrow it seems like they're only interested in nfts but regardless i see this as a general positive this is a factor that's going to play into many leading to ultimately mass adoption personally i think when mass adoption occurs it will be invisible cryptos will not be so totally apparent it will seem like we're living in the world we're living in now there won't be some kind of special thing you won't do anything different it'll just be that when you swipe your credit card your money will come out of your digital wallet so my belief and i'll say this quickly to get into the meat and potatoes of this my belief is that people are psychologically and emotionally connected to the brand of the money they've used their whole life so most people who are against cryptos a large part of it is because they are married emotionally to the idea of the money they use being a certain way in my country it means a piece of paper called the US dollar. It's very hard to part ways with that money system if you don't understand what that money even is. I won't get into monetary history or all of this in this episode. You can find some of it in my other episodes and I really recommend that you look into The Hidden Secrets of Money by Mike Maloney, which is a multi-part YouTube series. But mass adoption will be here in disguise. You won't notice it. You'll pay for things and your bank will perform just like it does now, but it will be using different technologies. So NFT is a new technology. What is it? NFT means non-fungible token. So let's break that down starting from the last part, a token versus a currency. Bitcoin 
acts as a currency. I use it the way I would use the US dollar. Although now Bitcoin's being postured as a store of value, much like gold, in the same way we don't spin gold, but people invest in gold because they expect to gain, Bitcoin and other cryptos are designed to be performed or to function as currencies. So I can pay you for something. Whereas a token implies a kind of niche utility. So I'm not paying for things in my day-to-day -day life with tokens. I would pay in a currency. If I go to Chuck E. Cheese or Dave & Buster's, I have to pay with their currency, which is a token. It's not so global and it's not ubiquitous. It's not adopted or accepted everywhere. So it's not really a currency. Something is a token if it allows you to access the function of something else. So generally, the people who created the thing that you're actually seeking, and in this case, it's art, right, for the NFT or as people see it on the surface level, the art creator created this special token, the non-fungible token, so that you, as the owner of that token, have uh, you know, independent access to this piece of art, right? I think that makes sense. Non-fungible. Fungible means that I can break down my money into as many pieces as I want, give it to you any way I want, and you can accept it knowing that each part is equal to each other part, and ultimately the whole would be the same no matter how it's uh, received and combined. So if I give you 10 dimes, that's $1. If I give you $1 bill, that's $1 bill. If I give you 100 pennies, that's still $1. If I give you one dime and 90 pennies, it's still $1, right? So this fungible aspect is very important. An example of where something isn't fungible is like if I have an ounce of gold, and I have to pay two people. I'm giving them equal payment for different services, but they both expect the same amount of money, right? So I have this ounce of gold and I say to myself, okay, say theoretically this was possible. I will cut my one ounce in half and give you each half an ounce because that's the price you're asking, half an ounce of gold for this service that you've provided me. That's fine as long as the entire ounce of gold retains the same sort of value. What I mean by that it not working is if say one half of your coin had like a burn mark on it or it was damaged in some way. So if I cut that in half and I tried to give one to each person, the person who's receiving the lesser quality one would be like, wait a minute, I don't want this. Like this is, you know, this is not worth as much as that half is. Together, it was one ounce of gold and it's the same value. But when you split it up, I would prefer the other half because that half is higher quality. You know, it has these aspects to it that I prefer. And there are other examples. I'm just trying to give you a visual one. So the importance of something being fungible is that 
anybody can accept it in any form and it still retains its value no matter how it's received and how it's combined. It's always going to equal the same amount and it's always going to be the exact quality. So $1 to $1 to $1, they're all of the same merit. Nobody prefers a different dollar just because of whatever aspect. When something is non-fungible, it means that it can't be broken down. So I'm sure you understand that when you buy the token for the piece of art, that token is one for one for the art. I can't break the token down. I cannot give you half of my password for the piece of art as a form of payment. If I'm trading you a piece of uh, rare NFT for this car, I can't give you half of my password as payment. It's all or nothing. So that's what an NFT is. Long-winded answer. <laughs> an NFT is a non-fungible, not able to break down, it's just one solid thing, token, which is a means of granting you access to the underlying asset, right? Now this is huge. This is very, very important because of what it's all going to grant access to in the coming future. Even now we see its application. We see how much NFTs in the art world has exploded. Everybody knows about it. Everybody's heard about it. Everybody's asking about it. They know people, they see like, what's this? Why, did, why is this person's profile picture a, a gorilla now <laughs> or a bunny, you know? It's just, it's here, it's creeping in. It's like a fog while you're asleep. And then you're gonna wake up one day, open your eyes, look over and see, oh my gosh, this whole place is covered in fog. But, you know, I wasn't paying attention and it crept in, I didn't see the signs. And so I want to inform you on NFTs because it's such a big thing. Now I've got six other points. The first one was I wanted to explain what NFTs are. And I think I've done an okay job of doing that. <laughs> the next is, why is it so popular? Now, if you're a new listener, which I hope you are, I hope my clickbait worked. If you're a new listener, I really encourage you to go back and look up the episode on my podcast list called um, Instagram Polls or something. It's one of the la uh, most recent episodes. I asked people on my Instagram through stories if they owned any crypto. The people who said yes, I went and further asked them some more questions like, what do you own? Why? What are you most focused on? What's exciting to you in this space? Because I wanted to gauge the mentality of people who were new to the market. My perspective is different from somebody who just got in, and it's very different from somebody who's hesitant, but is interested, and very different from somebody who's totally against cryptos, right? but I need to expose myself to all of those different viewpoints so that I can integrate and see things from a higher order, create this grand view, so to speak, right? So that was the purpose of that. I then reflected and tallied kind of the most common and most interesting points and made an episode, which you can find, and I really encourage you to listen to, because the reason NFTs are so popular, which I address in that episode, is because they're sexy, they're novel, they're new. It's the next big thing. It could be the next big thing. NFTs could be the next Bitcoin. <laughs> Somebody said that to me. Somebody said that uh, I was giving an Uber 
and this girl was like left this crypto conference and she was like have you heard of nfts and i told her no i just wanted to play dumb i wanted to hear um so i was like no what is it blah blah, blah. and she was like yeah you should look into it at the end you should look into it because i think nfts could be the next bitcoin but <sighs> sigh <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to harp on that. If you understand why that's funny, you understand. If you don't, that's the purpose of this episode. I want to break it all down for you so you understand and I can, you can have a clearer understanding. The reason it's so popular is because so many people miss the boat. So they think. Personally, I don't think you're late to the party at all. I think the party kind of just started. Maybe everybody already has a drink in their hand, you know, but the keg is full. Like those people brought beer, right? Nobody's even touched the keg yet. Maybe the host is because he's trying it out. Some of his close friends, whatever. But you are still very early. Most people don't think that way. Most people think they're late. Oh fuck. I need to hurry. I need to get there fast. He's rich. She's rich. They are rich. I'm not FOMO. Fear of missing out. They're rushing in. And so they're looking at what's new, what's the shiny object. And NFTs are so popular because they are just the thing that's on the surface and you can see. If you look at the water briefly, you're going to see the surface of the water. If you take the time to really look at the water, you can see underneath it. Maybe you can see sediment, all these different things. If you really look under the water, maybe you can see some fish floating around or some trash, whatever. If you really look into the water and you spend enough time looking at the water and things happen to settle, you can see the bottom of the ocean <laughs> or the lake, the pond, whatever. You can see to the bottom. You can see all the way through. You can see every single aspect, all the layers of this body of water. But if you're new, it's very difficult to look all the way through. It's very easy to just see the surface. But the thing is, as the water's moving and waves are happening, the current is bringing things up. So the surface of the water is always changing. What was underneath goes on top and what was on top ends up underneath. This is true, I promise. I've been through this multiple times. The most recent one was DeFi, yield farming. There were things that came before that and before that, before that. There was a time when altcoins didn't even exist. And there was a wave in 2017 of altcoins just booming. There are many different layers in this crypto world. And you don't want to get distracted by what's on the surface level. Although it is important to acknowledge what's on the surface level. The fact that in our NFTs are popular is enough reason to look at it seriously. I'll address that a little bit more as I move on, but I want to touch on a first point before I get to that. So it's popular because it's the sexy thing. It's new. People think I missed the boat on Bitcoin. I'm late to the party. How do I fast track myself? How do I take a shortcut? How do I skip ahead so that I'm not, you know, going to be fucking poor? NFTs. 
because that's what's apparent to them right now. And that's going to change. It's popular because it's sexy. Is it hype or is it the future? I think both. NFTs are fueled by hype. As I've just addressed, it's the sexy new thing. People are hyping it up because they've never seen it before. It's like, whoa, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. If you've seen squirrels all your life and then, you know, suddenly everybody sees an armadillo for the first time, people are going to be fixated on the armadillo. Nobody's going to care about the squirrel. And in the same way, there are things that exist within the crypto space that are very important to the whole ecosystem, but people's attention is on the new thing. And that's not bad. Again, the fact that it's happening does mean you should look at it seriously, which I'll address in a moment. But that all lends to the fact that it's built on hype because it's sexy. Everybody's looking at it, but eventually people will look away again. So the hype will die down. I say that because many of you are interested in flipping NFTs. You buy the right one, it could go up a bunch. You might get lucky, right? Well, if it's built on hype, then it's not got a solid foundation. There are tons of projects out there, right? The entire space base of nfts is kind of doing this it's going to do this at some point but there will be a few key projects that really do stand the test of time and some of them haven't even come out yet right so that's where it's like um you know kind of the gold rush is like you can make a lot of money now and there are things that are coming out every day every week every month every year even though we haven't even had crypto or NFTs for as we're seeing it now for more than a year, but yeah, it's, it's hype. So you're probably going to lose money <laughs> for sure. You'll lose money. <laughs> uh, you have to in investing, you have to, but I just want to point out that there is so much hype surrounding this space that you don't want to get caught up in your own excitement to not see to the bottom of the body of water, to see clearly and just get hit and whipped around by these turbulent waves. Now, I said both. I do think NFTs are gonna be part of the future. I don't even think so, I know so. NFTs are a technology. NFTs will perpetuate into the future, 100%. So the application most people recognize nfts for like when people hear nfts they think it's almost like a brand name for flipping art <laughs> you know but nfts as a technology will be used for title transfers which is huge and that's just one aspect before i explain it i have to say a new technology is kind of uncomprehendable so when the internet first came out people couldn't even understand email so there's no way people could have had the foresight to imagine something like TikTok. At the time when email didn't even make sense and people thought the internet was a fad, there's no way people would have been able to prepare themselves for TikTok at that time. So in the same way, what we're seeing for NFTs with flipping art 
we can't even begin to imagine the potential of NFTs in the future. Now, I will talk about what's apparent, the things that I see, and why I do like NFTs. But um, the future of NFTs isn't going to be flipping art. It will exist because flipping art exists now. People do do that now. So people will just do it in a better way in this better system, which is on a blockchain with NFTs facilitated by cryptos like Ethereum or Solana. But the future of it is going to be in title transfer. So if I want to sell you my car, you give me the money and then you have to go to the DMV. You have to drive there. You have to pay for the gas to get there. You have to spend time driving there. And then you have to wait in line or get there very early. So you don't have to wait in line, but you're still waiting. <laughs> and then you have to go into this special place and go to a person and tell them, hey, I did a transaction with somebody else. Here's some money. Can you please verify that we did this thing? It's kind of silly. It's crazy that we have to go to this third party and say, hey, I bought something from this person. Uh, so now I'm going to pay you to make sure that you put in your system that we did this. You have to tell the government, right? And it's this whole arduous process. It takes time, energy, money. <sighs> it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Nobody really enjoys going to the DMV, right? So here's the solution. NFTs. When I sell you my car in the future... You're going to open up a page or an app, whatever, and it's going to present a smart contract. Now to you, it's just going to look like a capture page, right? Like you just fill it in, put in your public address and hit send. But behind it all, what's going to facilitate it is NFTs and cryptos. And again, it's going to be invisible. So you're not going to be bogged down. You don't have to understand how oxygen works and all the composition of it to breathe. You just breathe. In the same way, you won't have to understand when mass adoption happens, all of the nuances, you're just going to use things as they come out and it's going to be very smooth and clean. And so NFTs will be used to facilitate title transfer. I'll hit send and instantly it will get verified on a blockchain. I will give you the monies, whatever it is, maybe it's Ethereum. The smart contract receives the Ethereum. And then on the other end opens up and the token comes out and goes to my address. Now the title is mine. It's been notarized by the ultimate authority, which is a blockchain decentralized and peer to peer. You don't have to trust the government anymore, who is essentially just a notarizer to say, yes, we authenticate that this person bought this thing from that person. Here's our stamp of approval. Uh, by the way, you're going to have to pay us every couple months to keep this thing registered. <laughs> That's all going to the wayside and it will go to the wayside. So the application of NFTs is huge. I'm sure you've heard that it's going to be used for things like tickets, you know, to access to certain events or to certain places. I've seen that people use NFTs to get access into their house. They like put their phone up to this pad on uh, by their front door and then it unlocks. But a big application is going to be title transfer. So yes, there's hype. Don't get distracted. Don't get caught up. Don't rush and put all your money into some project because you're trying to get lucky and you're FOMOing in. 
but recognize that this technology is going to go into the future and there are serious applications. And yeah, you probably do want some exposure to the platforms that host it. Now, perfect segue. I need to tell you about a story. A man, he tells me he has a friend who recognized that when the computers in the 90s first started getting big, he knew computers are going to be something serious. I should probably invest into them, right? Like I need to get exposure to this space. But he didn't understand computers. He didn't understand the technology behind it. Like there's so many things that go into making a computer in the same way making a car. He didn't understand all the fine details of computers. So he didn't understand how to decide between which company makes the best computer, right? Like, like why would Microsoft be better than Dell, be better than Sony, Windows, Mac, all these things. So he realized I can take a step back and invest into the companies that produce the essential parts that go into every computer. So he invested in the resources that are needed to make any computer. So rather than investing in one particular uh, company and in this, that particular company would be like a singular piece of art, NFT, like some project. Instead of investing into one particular project, he invested in the thing that every single project needs to create one of their devices. So what I'm pointing at is if you want exposure to NFTs, it's probably smarter to invest in a crypto that has a platform for NFTs. You don't have to rely on your one project working out and then flipping it, you know, getting lucky. You can invest in a crypto like Solana, which builds out and has a platform for NFTs. So you end up capturing the gains that the entire NFT ecosystem brings about. Again, you want to look at everything in life, especially investing in all of this from a higher perspective. You want a higher order vision of what's actually going on and you wanna take the time and uh, see things with such a depth that you can go to the bottom and look at each layer. Okay, so I've explained what it is. I've said why it's popular. Is it hype or is it the future? It's both. Now I wanna tell you how to start. I kind of did. I said you probably just want to invest in the platform or the resource that any NFT will need. So that could be a Solana, it could be Ethereum. I think Polkadot, uh, one inch maybe. That might be DeFi. Regardless, you'll look it up because you'll do your best uh, and then you'll go into it. But say you actually do, say there is a project you really believe in for whatever reason, you really like the art, um, you know, any of this. I'm not gonna explain how to start. I'm gonna tell you how to look up how to start. <laughs> if I told you, you wouldn't get it and it would take too long. You need to actually see how to do it so that you can make it happen for yourself because you have to open multiple applications, you have to get crypto, you have to send it, you have to you know, do all of these things. So I recommend you go on YouTube and search that exact phrase, how to start buying NFTs. And there'll probably be a 14 or 20 minute video 
breaking it down. And if you're serious, you really need to watch that. So there's that point. <laughs> I can't tell you because in words you won't understand. You have to actually see it and it will take way too long. And because I think you should probably just invest in the crypto that provides the platform for any NFT so you can capture the gains of the entire ecosystem rather than get narrowed into one project. But I do wanna tell you if you decide to get into NFTs, how to spot gold, how to find a project that will really, really make you a lot of money. This applies for the cryptos as well. Any crypto, any investment, it's how to spot gold. How can you find something and know that it's gonna go up? The biggest factor is network effect. Another big factor is hype. If something has a lot of hype around it, it's probably gonna go up, especially if you find out about it before most people do. But network effect, that's the key. If something has a large network effect, then it's really probably going to do well, especially if that network effect is built organically and a solid foundation. So let's look at Facebook. Facebook has a huge network effect. Uh, Instagram, so many people use it. If I built an Instagram clone and it was slightly better, like maybe the upload quality was even better uh, or you know something that made it a better platform, it probably wouldn't do well because it doesn't have the same network effect that Instagram does. Instagram was the first mover. So they captured all of the attention, all of the users, like everybody's there on that platform. And that's why it continues to do so well and why there are no competitors because they've already got everybody, right? It would be almost impossible to draw the entire network over. So when you're looking for NFTs, you want to find something that has a big network around it, that there's an actual community for the project. That's for two reasons. One, because if nobody's interested in the project, then it's not gonna go up. It has to actually be something solid. You could get lucky and buy some shit project and it goes up, but that's not what I'm trying to help you do. I'm trying to help you find the gold. The second point is, you want it to be a serious project because when it goes up, you don't want it to go down very fast either. When a project goes up, you want it to stay up because you might not want to sell at that price. But if you buy into a project that's kind of designed to be short lived, then you have to treat it very short term. You cannot hold on to something with a long term mentality if the project was built to only extend out maybe a year or two years. And what's very important with the community aspect, having people interested in it, it being a long-term project, there being multiple applications, just a lot of eyes on and a lot of activity in the community, really that there is a community, is liquidity. For you to sell it to make the money, for you to flip it, for you to get rich, you have to sell it to somebody. But you know now that it's a non-fungible token. So you can't sell half of it. You can't sell a piece of it. You have to sell the whole thing. But if there is no community, if you buy a project, 
and then six months later people forget about it because there was nothing going on it was just just pure hype you're not going to be able to sell it to anybody guess what even when you decide you don't want it anymore even when you realize oh shit this isn't a good project even when you realize you need to get it off your hands nobody's going to buy it <laughs> so don't buy something that nobody wants to buy later on you have to take time be deliberate in your choices look at the community join the discord for it look at what's going on look at the future of the project find their roadmap see what the applications are you will have to discern on your own and you're going to have to try and fail you will lose money you will make money you'll lose money regardless of what you invest in that's going to be the case but liquidity is huge because in this instance you're buying and selling one item somebody has to buy that particular piece of art if i'm selling gold yes i can only sell it to one person although i can give them a fraction of the whole thing right like if i want to get rid of an ounce of gold I can sell a fourth to this person, two months later, sell a fourth to this person, four months later, sell the rest half to another person. Now the one ounce is distributed. I've got all the money I want. But with the NFT, you got one chance to sell the whole fucking thing. You need liquidity. If the community isn't active, if people aren't interested in the project, if it was just pure hype, then nobody's going to buy it from you. Even if you want to get rid of it, you can't because nobody will buy it from you. <laughs> so, you know, it's an odd world trying to flip the NFTs. <sighs> Even housing is a little bit better because like people need housing. Nobody needs art. Nobody needs an NFT of your silly, you know, whatever octopus or something. So just be aware that like you're going to have to sell it at some point and somebody has to buy it from you. Somebody, <laughs> somebody has to be dumb enough to buy it from you. Unless it's a real project, but you're probably spending a lot of money. Another way to spot it is to buy from an artist who's legitimate. Don't buy from somebody who's promising. Like, like I've seen some projects that are like, oh, if you own this NFT that's a part of this collection, you'll get this dividend or you'll get this bonus. Don't be distracted by that for the actual quality of an artist who has their own community. So a piece may have a community, a collection may have a community, or the artist itself may have a community, or the platform may have a very active community. So if you're buying and selling on a platform that nobody's even on, well, there goes your fucking chances of selling the NFT. So again, it's like, you might have better luck just getting into the platform that hosts any nft and capturing all the gains rather than trying to get lucky spending the time like you know i gotta find this gotta find this one gotta flip it because you have to ride the emotional waves and the worry and you're just bound to like one single thing you put all your eggs in one basket of course it's possible i'm not trying to dissuade you from getting into nfts wanting to flip nfts to try it out I think you should, especially if you're interested in it, if you understand the risks and if you're willing to lose all of the money you've put in, potentially. <sighs> yeah, 
It's a big thing, man. Two more points. The next is, which leads into this point, what I just spoke about, is applications. Metaverse. Excuse the switch up. My SD card got full, so <laughs> that's the switch. Metaverse. The metaverse is going to be huge, of course. I'm sure you're aware. I'm sure you've seen it. Facebook, meta. The application is that, one example I've seen, is that with your NFT, you're going to be able to view it in the metaverse. You're going to be able to put on this virtual reality headset and go to this virtual art gallery and you and all your friends will be able to go over and look at your NFT together in the virtual world. Personally, I don't think that's exciting at all, uh, especially if it's on a 2D plane. But if you can actually engage with the uh, NFT, then yeah, totally. And I've seen that as well. I've seen skins. So your character, your me, your avatar in the NFT or in the metaverse could be your NFT. That's kind of cool because it's so totally exclusive. Like only you are that thing. I've also seen that you will be able to interact with your NFT. So maybe you've seen Blade Runner or, you know, some other thing like her. Imagine that your AI that you purchase and like lives in your home and helps you do everything you can interact with it in the same way. You go into the metaverse and you can like play and get to know your NFT because it's like this AI behind the art and the art is like this 3D thing in this like special world and only you or anybody you grant access to it would have access to it. So that's one application. Another, like I said, is getting access to your house or just getting transfer of the title to something like your house. So when you're trying to find a good project, Look for applications like that. Look for applications that have a very long-term outcome. So metaverse isn't going away. Virtual reality isn't going away. Versus, um, yeah, like we'll host a party sometime and you'll have access to it, right? Very different. Once that party's over, the NFT kind of goes away. It's like tickets to something, which if, it'll just be a functional thing at that point. <laughs> Gearing up, man. Gearing up. The episode's almost over. Just know that you should look for a project that has a long-term roadmap. And I hope you know what the roadmap is. I hope you've looked at it before you bought into it. Last thing. What's next for crypto? Well, that's just the question. Whatever's next will take over the hype. Before this, in the summer last year, it was DeFi. Now it's NFTs. Before that, it was um, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> you know, some other thing. There will be something else that comes after NFTs that captures people's attention. You know, maybe mining will become big again. There's just all these different layers and they take turns coming to the surface. And there's new things that aren't even in public awareness yet. Like maybe there's something that exists now that nobody knows about that's gonna to come to the surface soon. And then there's other things that haven't even been created yet that have yet to go to the bottom and make their way to the top so that people see it on the surface. I just want you to be aware that NFTs, while they do hold merit and while they will perpetuate into the future because they're a technology that make life easier, better, and cooler, can become restrictive if you narrow yourself to one project especially if you get into it on pure excitement and FOMO. 
built on hype. There's no foundation. It's short term. There's no application. The community isn't there. Then you're stuck holding this digital art, which really, if you liked it so much, you could have just saved a picture of it. But now you're stuck with it and your money is put into that token and you can't sell it to anybody. And again, this isn't to dissuade you. I think if you're really interested in it and it's your first exposure into the crypto space, go into it, but be aware that this is a gamble. You are taking a risk and it's just one layer of the overall ecosystem. So if it doesn't work out for you, there are other things to try out. And if it does work out for you, don't get married to that thing. If you find a project that has all those green lights and it goes up, you do have to sell at some point. Getting married to the project can be dangerous because it could go up, stay up, and you love your project, you think it's gonna go up, but then the new thing, whatever's next in crypto comes out, and over the next year, it goes down. But because you're so emotionally invested in your project, because you did all the right things, and you you know, like this, this is gonna go up, you spend the next year going down thinking, oh, I'll just hold because it'll go up again, but the hype changes. People get distracted and look at other things. And maybe it goes up a little bit and it kind of levels out there. Well, you were right. The project did go up. It just didn't go to the number that you wanted. So you didn't sell because you were so emotionally invested and married to that thing that you watched it go all the way down and you held on to it thinking it's got to go up again, but it doesn't have to. It really doesn't. Especially because every day, every week, every month, and I'm sure every year, more and more projects are going to come out. It gets saturated and your one project gets lost. So all that into consideration, I really hope this has helped you. If you have any questions, please feel free to message me. Um, if you don't know my Instagram, it's at L-E-O-T-H-Y-L-I-O-N, at Leo the Lion. You can find it in the description. If you want to support the podcast, you know, uh, follow, share. This is the first video. Pretty excited. Hope it turns out well. I know I look kind of crazy. Also, please consider buying my book, Rare Candy. It's $8 for the PDF. And if you use the promo code um, RCBF at checkout, you'll get 50% off of the PDF. I might order more physical soon to ship those out. Um, but yeah, it's a 70 page book that I created earlier this year, 2021. It's all about health, wealth, and communication. So if you found this informative, then I know for a fact, my book will help you out. Again, there's a whole chapter on wealth there. And I consider anybody who supports me in that way, especially to have my full attention. And if you have any questions, I am eager to help you as well. If you don't want to spend any money, but you like what you've heard here, continue listening, of course, follow, but you can find in the description access to another free PDF I created, which I think is like 13 pages called Pure Gold. And I detail the process that I used and continue to use, which was taught to me by multiple people. It's kind of this amalgamation of different ideas. <clears throat> it's the process that I've used to set goals, to identify the goals you even want to set, you know, get clear about who you are and what you want to set them properly and how to go after them effectively. So all in all, 
Thanks for listening. Cheers. See you next time.